movie. Woo, woo, woo. What's going on, everybody? Happy Whoa. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, fun day, baby. Get those shoulders going. Yeah, feeling uh, good, man. Feeling a lot better than last week. I'll tell you that much. That's woo. right. <laughs> Full disclosure, before we had the show started, V and I were doing some exercises, so we're going to maybe get into a little bit of routine to kind of get the circulation flowing. Because, yeah, man, right off the bat, V, this is a marked improvement from last week to this week with respect to your energy. Feels good. Yeah. Well, speaking of energy, you can see I've got my chakra uh -huh. throw uh -huh. that you uh, you gifted me at one point and uh, right. just wanted to pro provide some good vibes. Some, you know, last week, I know the lighting was a little off, so we're trying to improve each week, everybody. Um, that's right. That's that's what's we're, what we're trying to do, and uh, so improve the lighting. Um, got the chakra throw, and you know, speaking of hoping improving or t hoping to keep the you know ship going in the right direction. Last yeah. week we had some technical glitches, but nice. I am pleased to announce that Mercury is now direct. As I've been telling you for so many weeks, that it was retrograde it is now direct. So the technology should improve as well. Okay, so for those of us that aren't so in the know with how Mercury is doing its thing, so uh, something changed. Now it's no longer in retrograde, and now it's in current grade or something. <laughs> yeah, what yeah, it's just moving. It's spinning directly as opposed to reversing. Perfect. It's spinning. So yeah, like it, that means apparently affects communications, technology. So if you, I know tons of people have been having computer problems. So yeah, yeah. Th there you go. Um, okay. Perfect. So let's let's you know keep the the momentum rolling. We're off to a good start. No hitches. Hasn't kicked me out yet. We have a packed show to talk about. Uh, this is our second episode that we're doing on this format. Have you, have you gotten any feedback about this? What do you think about the new format here? Is it working for you so far? Oh, I, I love it. I mean, it's just nice that we can organize our thoughts. As you can see below us, we've got the That's topics right. that we're going to talk about. Um, we're on multiple platforms. Everyone seems to enjoy it more than Instagram. I already see J uh, Jody's been commenting uh, a storm. I see Jay's in in the building. Thank you all for joining us. We're nice. really uh, we're really you know humble and hungry fam. We we, we appreciate all y'all. Yeah, thank you. So as you can see below, these are the topics that we're focusing on. The meat of our conversation today is really surrounds an artist's comeback. And what we mean by that is like someone that maybe had to overcome a, a big obstacle in life. And we were kind of like, you know, that could be very vague. That could be really anything. So we were kind of focusing it on health uh, centric obstacles, uh, mainly because uh, it was the first thing that popped up. But V, you got a lot of experience yourself dealing with some some health challenges as well. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So did this uh, did this subject matter resonate with you as you were thinking about it? Well, yeah, well, like to be honest, you're the one. You got to take the credit. You're the one who came up with it, right? And and I, sure. I just thought <laughs> there's so many stories that uh, we can get into, uh, but we chose to uh, focus on um, Kid Cudi, Avril Lavigne, John John River, and some of the honorable mentions. Of course, Eminem. Um, we got Bieber, Shania Twain, uh, Demi Lovato. Which was, um, you know, when I when I tossed this topic out to the humble and hungry fam, want a few sh give a few shout outs there with, uh, you know, Jody um, responded and was talking about Demi Lovato and how she had an addiction. Um, so so much love uh, for her contribution there. And then Raina Krangle, of course, she was talking about how she was dealing with a, a brain injury and trauma around that, and that spurred um, one of the songs that she created. Um, as well as wow. a book that she's creating. Yeah, so 
Uh, My Beautiful Dear, I think is the name of the song. So shout outs, Raina. I hope you're watching and uh, shout outs, Jody. So yeah. Yeah. um, You know, sometimes some of the best stories and songs come out of that type of trauma and trying to overcome sort of stuff. So that's good. And and really we could talk all day. There's a, a huge number of artists that probably have dealt with some sort of obstacle or challenge in their life, health or otherwise, that could really fill up you know, hours of content here, but we just picked these three. Um, I came, uh, do you want to jump right into it V or should we, should we? Yeah, no, I just want to say that we're, we're just going to end the, the, the show uh, with an indie feature Federico Zeppelin. So uh, be sure to check out again from the humble and hungry um, community um, on Facebook. So please uh, stay, right. stay tuned for all that, but yeah, let's, let's jump into it. That's right. I am I am very excited to talk about Federico. Uh, he had a, a great contribution, but yes, we'll definitely save that to the end. So we're jumping right into it. We're going to go into artist comeback. So the artist that I want to feature uh, was Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi, uh, for those that don't know you out there, have been rapping for a long, long time. He is really known to be sort of one of the most uh, vulnerable and open and sensitive artists out there. Mm-hmm. And his music has inspired a lot of artists, and you can see a lot of artists credit him for being so sensitive and being so vulnerable. Um, right. But he had his his um, his um, health issue was more of a health, mental health one. Uh, I'm not sure, Vita. I know you did a little bit of digging on him too. We, it's kind of known that he lost his father at a very young age. Uh, he has an ongoing uh, addiction problem with right. cocaine and alcohol, and that resonates through a lot of his songs. Right. Um, and even now, I don't know, recently, you know, not so long ago, he admitted himself to a hospital for being under suicide watch. And and like this is a problem that he's still dealing with on a day to day basis. But I think his transparency with the subjects and just the, the and still being able to put out caliber and, and quality music really kind of puts him above everyone else. Uh, in fact, he just dropped a song with Eminem, right? I think. Yeah. And, and I mean, we could we could go into that a little bit more because they both battled addiction right and um overcoming that aspect but i thought you know with with that song i thought it would be a little bit more indicative of that journey but it really wasn't um so anyways sorry sorry go go on he's got Um, no doubt he's got a he's got a huge library of songs that i would strongly point to but i we we came up with a, a three down below here pursuit of happiness the prayer and soundtrack to my life which i think are kind of beautiful songs on their own right but they kind of tell their story of the the problems that he goes to while masking it with like our traditional hip-hop song mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on Cuddy? i know that he means something to you right yeah yeah um well the, the track down there soundtrack to my life you can just you hear like the rawness in in his his tracks which i love about it and although my own health issue was a, a lot physical but there's definitely a mental component with it so all of his music i can appreciate that he's going through mental struggles you know and and especially his earlier stuff and so i'm i'm a really big fan of that and i think we were just talking a little bit before the show too in in 2016 when he started coming out about his mental issues he really started spurring on um discussion for the black community um, and how there's not a, a lack of understanding, but I, f- I feel like it's not, um, they're not a, a lot of people aren't able to talk about the, the mental health issues that sure. they have in the, well, in, in the black community. So that, you know, started sparked an initiative, a hashtag you good bro, or sorry, you good man. 
And um, to be honest, I, I would like to see that in these times to be a little bit more connected and a little bit more talked about, you know? That's fair. Um, yeah, he does, like his his genre is alpha male. It's it's masinistic. It's, it's hyper-masculine, you know? And he's still able to hang with the best uh, while bringing this type of style of music. And you're right. I think that in these times, all of us are a little bit more uh, feeling the anxiety or emotionally aware and stuff like that. So it would be nice to hear some more songs that kind of speak directly to to mental health and to, to being okay with, with right. struggling with these sort of like uh, intense feelings. Um, I just like, I just love his honesty. Like I love his transparency. Like he's not hiding it, you know, like in, in his songs, he'll talk directly about just needing his next fix or, or even like driving impaired or something like that. And, and really it makes you kind of look down at him a little bit in the sense to be like, yo, why are you going to be driving impaired? Like that's the dumbest thing you can do. But then at the same time, you appreciate his willingness to, to talk about it and to be right. open and be like, look, I, I have these issues here and this is what I'm dealing with here. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that that makes him very relatable because we all kind of go through things like that. We've all had people in our lives. We all had experiences like that. So not everyone may go through the same health issue, you know, like right. health issue may not be shared as my health issue, you know? right. but, but we all in some way or another have some sort of mental health stuff that we have to overcome at right. some point in our lives. Um, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness, especially, guys. If you guys check out that video, check out the video for that song. Uh, Drake's in it. Uh, do you remember that video? Uh, vaguely. It's interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah, I think Drake is in that. That's such yeah. a random coincidence. That would be a cool song, actually, wouldn't it? Cuddy and Drake. Yeah. Um, yeah the video cool. is like it's like a big party scene and everyone's dancing, but and they're moving in slow motion, but he's like still normal. And it just seems like he's like sort of in a dream state. And it seems like he's putting up a front. This party is a front. This right. and they're putting the focus more like on, you know, I'm dealing with these sort of struggles. So the the, the video, just like the other videos we talked about in the other songs, really complement the song. So check that out big time. Absolutely. But yeah, that was uh, that was my uh, my artist that I want to feature on, uh, which you went to in a completely different direction than me. Yeah, we have a couple other ones. And, um, you know, musically, uh, Musically, I'm not, you know, I wouldn't say Avril Lavigne is my genre that I that I listen to. Let's let's be me real. Me neither. No, not me neither. <laughs> let's be real. But but I can appreciate an an artist or a person who goes through something that they can't, you know, that that where where they they just don't know what's happening to them, and they they go through this process of trying to become their own health advocate. And that's really what happened with Avril Lavigne. Was I, that, I really don't know the story at all. Can you give us some back, background on what happened to her? Yeah, I think in 2014, she was like touring and she was just playing city to city. But then like kind of over the course of, of the tour, um, she started feeling lightheaded. Um, you know, common symptoms that might be looked at as like a flu or something. Okay. And... You know, so she started developing like night sweats and uh, things of that nature. So she started obviously going to like all these uh, doctors, all these tests. Um, and throughout the whole process, she was misdiagnosed with um, chronic fatigue, uh, anxiety, these kind of things that where, where you can't really get um, a full picture on, on what's going on. Right. And for me, I, I can relate because 
I was misdiagnosed with a number of things as well. And I can't tell you, man, I can't tell you how frustrating it is when you, someone tells you that, you know, th- this is, a, this is the issue when you clearly in the deep, you know, depths of your soul and your, your understanding that that's, that's not what's causing it. And so that's why, that's how I relate late to her. And she, she just kept going and she finally found a Lyme specialist. So um, was, sorry, V, it was, yeah. it was Lyme disease. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I should oh, specify. Okay. So she was finally, well, I think what happened was she started doing her own research and started, you know, p- putting the pieces together and finally yeah. found out that, oh, maybe I should approach a Lyme specialist. And so she did and finally was able to uncover that that's what it was. And that was it. That was in 2014. And, you know, so the, during- yeah, where, where'd the song come from? This song is like, it's also the, the, the album Head Above Water that was um, finally released in 2018. Um, oh, okay. Or sorry, no, 2019, February of 2019. So it, t- it took a little while to, to, I guess, come out. But um, she, she said she took like two years off of not even singing. So like in a, in a weird way, she said her vocal cords were rested and she, she was able to look at music in a different way. Um, and basically this app this album saved her life this, this album saved her life by being able to um channel what was going through her going onto her body and like just you know being bedridden for for the, the most part um she was able to channel it into to this process a lot of people think that music can be a lifesaver you know music is helps people through the darkest of times um, I did a little bit of reading that on this album, she actually did a lot of writing and recording from her own home yeah. in, in her bed because she didn't have the energy or strength to do it in an actual studio. We're kind of forced to do that right now because of the Corona thing. Yeah. Um, what, what, what would be the difference between working from home and working in a studio like that? I mean, home is a safe place, right? For you to be able to create. Do you feel that way? V? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's just, um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, the the home front, I think that that's just it. Is you're allowed to to be a little bit more authentic in your in your delivery. She could go at her own pace. She can take like again with the health thing, you need to take a lot of breaks, right? So she doesn't need to feel right. so rushed and into the process. I know reading about specifically this title track, Head Above Water, uh, which everyone should check out because um, some powerful lyrics about what she went through is. Um, you can you can trace it through that, but basically she was saying that it was felt like it was just coming to her through like a higher being, like God or or something. And and I can attest to, to you know even with layers and some of my other stuff on Red is Rain, it just it comes through you. It's not even like I had to try or or force it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean crisis does um, create creativity you know like people creates breakthroughs people Tony like, Robbins. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony <laughs> creates breakthroughs. <laughs> there you Cri- go, man. Cri- um, crisis creates breakthroughs yeah there you go your so, mess becomes you know? their message <laughs> okay perfect so i mean like hers was pretty bad though like at what point you said that she was like thinking that she was gonna die right and like you know like yeah. giving herself already up to like you know accepting her fate at all right uh and, you know, like, I'm sure you've gone through your ups and downs too, but could you relate to, to even a feeling like that in some way? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think that's why artists and musicians um, are gifted with, with this, uh, like a, a musical gift, like in her case, right? She needed yeah. to share that with the masses so that could be shared for someone else who's going through a tough time. And it's not even um, her, her, you know, her consciously crafting it. Like I said, it's just something that that's what helped her get through. That's what kept her alive was the fact that she had to do that for someone else and for other people to, to be able to benefit from. Okay. So uh, I don't know. I've, I've haven't checked it out too much. I don't know if there's a video for it, but I'm definitely going to check it out more, more now. Uh, Agreed. You recommend this out, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Shall we, so, shall we move on next one? Yeah. The next one and the last one is uh, we, 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 found this cat i don't know v you put me on this guy but he's another local guy a mississauga rapper by the name of john river uh so he's pretty unknown so don't be surprised if you've never heard of him like i said it was new to me as well v tell us a little bit about this guy yeah i i, I mean i i don't know how i came across him and the fact that he's uh like i know he's from mississauga so shout yeah. out to, to, to the saga sorry. city um we got we got to represent our hometown right so I know he's from Mississauga, and I, I did, you know, I guess maybe I was listening to a lot of J, J. Cole uh, at the time, and I, I really heard a lot of uh, J. Cole influence in him, but I was, you know, of course, this cat has his own story and has his own um, artistic path, and the thing that really jumped out about me is actually um, a connection that I, I have, uh, Corey Poole. Um, with the city of Mississauga, he he was telling me when I was talking to him about my own health issues, he was saying, wait, you know about John River? I was like, yeah, I did hear about his tracks, but I didn't know how crazy his story was. And it okay. is, is crazy. Do you want to, yeah, you want to jump in? Well, yeah, let me jump in before you get to the story. So this is some of the stuff that I figured out from, from John River, just doing a little basic research on him. He went to Clarkson. Clarkson is just down the street from us, and both of, like I work in Clarkson area right now. So. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Clarkson. Go figure. Yeah, there you go. And yeah, you know what? For those people out there, no one shows Saga, so we're gonna give Mississauga a little bit of love here and and represent. You know, shout out to Saga City. Uh, he was actually he went to France and Italy, and he trained to be a professional soccer player there too. Before oh, really? Music. Yeah. So I thought that that was kind oh. of interesting. That um, is interesting. And the other thing before we get into his health issues, I really got. I commend him on his uh, activities movement and, you know, some different rights from different people. So we got to give some shout outs and credit to that. I believe he's still going to keep on get the, preaching that voice and it sort of ties into some of the stuff that we were talking about before. But V, tell us a little bit about his backstory there. Why are we focusing on him with respect to the health, on the health tip? Yes. So kind of similar to Avril, um, where just you know, kind of like these mystery things started happening. In about December of 2017, I believe he started having um, headaches and, you know, shortness of breath, just, you know, kind of symptoms that could be a million things, right? Right. Um, so when he started kind of going through the whole process, he, um, you know, he eventually or initially like Avril was told, you know, you might have anxiety or depression. I don't know why anxiety and depression is like the, the quickest thing people want to kind of tag on people um, yeah. when clearly, you know, we're living in an age where there, the complexities of life, the complexities 
clearly in 2020, like there's definitely more to the story, right? Um, Anyhow, so he was initially kind of pinged as that. And unfortunately, he also faced a little bit of racial bias. Um, And he he started speaking up about that as well as he um, got on the other side of this. But as he went through, he was told he was going to need like a spinal tap um, to, I don't know what to kind of figure uh-huh. out, figure out some of this stuff. And when he, he did the, the, the procedure, he was also told that there's um, a chance that you can get a brain leak uh, from, from the spinal tap. And yeah. So what happened was he, he did that and they, and they, they told him if you get the, this, these symptoms, you'll know, like you'll get, like, you won't be able to see straight. You'll have like crazy, like the worst headache. You're going to wish you were dead kind of thing, like feelings. Mm-hmm. And so when he came back three days later, unfortunately the doctor who did the, the spinal tap, like, I think that was a little bit earlier, but the, the, the doctor who did that was on vacation. How convenient, right? And he was not able to to really get the help he he needed. He went to five different hospitals trying to get this um, pat, blood patch for his his um, where where they did the spinal tap because that's where the leakage was happening. And what? this dude, <laughs> it's it's crazy. And for sixty days, basically, he thought he was dying, and it, he was like, you know, he had like no control over his like bowels and had no control over, over certain things. And his, he'd be unconscious and his, his mom would, um, you know, have to like really like fight with the fact that she thought he was dead at certain times, like literally. And do you you know, uh, that's, I I can't even wrap my head around that. That's like a ton of information just then. Um, Mm -hmm. Spinal taps, spinal taps. I don't know if anyone out there, please educate us, but I don't know myself. Like, is that to, um, to a treatment or is that a spinal tap? Is that to, uh, to, to discover something? Like, what does it even do? You know what? I, I, I think, uh, yeah, like it's something in the fluid of the, the spine. I'm, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like probably should have done a bit more research, but Hey, if any of our listeners out there are, are on board, yeah, just, uh, you know, like, but that's from what I know, it, it sounds painful. So this is only 2017. I mean, that's not that long ago. So he he seemingly is better now. I mean, that's a that's a pretty intense kind of thing that you would have to go to in a short window here. I know V, your your own health issues have been a little bit more prolonged out, um, but that seems like it's intense. So he was kind of flirting with death himself and not even knowing what was wrong with him. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was it was just. Uh... Something that's just like kind of like swept under the rug. The, the, wor- the worst part, like I was talking about, the racial, racial bias that he kind of had to face was a lot of people thought he just, the reason why he kept coming back into the clinics was because he wanted drugs and he, he, he needed like these kind of uh, prescription like painkillers or, or whatever. And, no. and that's where huh. um, he was started, started kind of, you know, connecting the dots that there's something going on with like a, like a racial bias in the, the Canadian health system. So I, I feel for him on, on many levels on that level. I really didn't have to. Yeah. He was also saying that um, he like, like the clothes he was wearing and like he obviously when you're in the worst state ever, you don't really care about what you're wearing when you're going into like a, uh, an emergency room or something. Right. But uh-huh. because of, 
you know, him being black, like, you know, he couldn't wear like a wife beater or like a, you know, um, certain kind of stuff that he had to, you know, maybe button up his shirt. His mom would, I, I read something that his mom buttoned up his shirt um, when, while he was unconscious. Like, that's just crazy to me, you know? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Messed up. Holy something. Yeah. So wonky. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to hear that. So what's the name of his most recent album? Yeah, I know you had it up there, but I know Jody's. Yeah. Had promise. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks again, Jody, for uh, chiming in there. So yeah, the, the, the most recent album was the Academy. And I think that was released 2019. Okay. I, if you guys on out there, you guys want to check out a track from him. It's called hope city two, but two, like as an II, you know, like Roman numerals, hope city two. Do yourself a favor, check out that track, and you'll get a good ten- good sense of the type of artist he is. He does sound like J. Cole, and I think he's fresh, man. Like, and if he continues on this pace, like, he can make some noise. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's, he's absolutely. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's already made some noise. So, shout outs to John River. So, yeah, um, shout it out. Yeah. Right, let's, let's move on to uh, the, the indie feature of the week. Beautiful. So, this is exciting. This is exciting. So for everyone out there listening, uh, Humble and Hungry, we want to be able to elevate uh, the music scene around here and put some focus, not just around here, independent music really, and put some focus on people and their, their talents that maybe don't get uh, enough showcase or some shine that, uh, that we think that they should get. So we have put out an ask out there for people to be submitting some tracks for us to review. How's the feedback for that been so far, V? Have have a lot of people submitted tracks? We have. Like, I mean, in the, in the first week, we're we're blown away. So, thank you, humble and hungry fam. If if you're not part of the humble and hungry fam and you want to be, um, just search us on on Facebook. You can follow us all, also on Instagram. We're going to link the uh, the uh, handle later. It's, um, we're we're on all social media platforms, but we're looking to feature artists and. Because, like I said before, this this is such an important time for having a voice, having an artistic voice. We know a lot of people are um, unable to get the exposure they need, and we know so many talented people. It's just crazy. So yeah. keep keep it coming, and we're, we've been blown away with what we've had so far. And right now, we're we're going to be um, featuring Federico Zeppelin. Isn't that what a crazy name? Um, yeah, that was a name. <laughs> all the all the way from both, Chile. I thought that was a play on, on Led Zeppelin, but it turns out that's his actual name. Uh, but he's from Chile. F- Federico, if you're watching here, soy peruano. Somos vecinos, somos hermanos. Uh, so I am. Uh, we we do have a little Latin blood. Sorry, I have an accent. I know. I know you're probably laughing out there, but that's okay. But uh, it's it's awesome to see that we have people all over the world. I mean, last week we featured someone from the Swiss, right? Switzerland or is it Sweden? Switzerland, yeah. Right. Switzerland, yeah. Sorry, Sorry Lucio. Lucio, Lucio, yeah, yeah. Shout out, yeah, Lucio. And then now we're gonna go to uh, to Chile and South America and feature Federico. So uh, the song. Tell us about the song, V. Yeah, yeah. So I before we get into that, just like uh, I'm trying to think about, and if Ed, Federico, if you're watching, just remind us where we met. It could have been um, on Submit Hub, or I think I might have reached out to you about the pre-save group that we have on Instagram. So shout outs to that. But yeah, like I've, I've just been so blessed to, to connect with people who are have the same frequency, putting out good vibes with their music, of course, and with the way they want to support other artists. And, um, yeah, so, so I, I, when I heard this song, uh, and you've got to correct me on, on my, my accent, Dante, you know, Dante's Canadian, but he's, he's also comes from Peruvian, um, blood and, um, 
his, so his accent will be better. But yeah, the, the, the track is called Porto Veras. Um, Porto Veras. I know that's bad. I'm butchering it probably. Porto Veras. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, and uh, Federico says it's because of the, the pre-save group he's watching on YouTube. On Perfect. YouTube. Yeah. Hello, Chile. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so that, and that is, I guess, where he grew up, right? That's where he grew up in Chile. That's that's where he grew up in Chile, and the song is—it's a beautiful song, man. I, we we were both have uh, Dante and I were both discussing that we had this on replay. It's got this like hypnotic vibe that just mellows you out, and I love how the track builds. It just, you know, starts off very simple. But then, you know, in the second verse, you got the drums. You got this, like, thunderous kick. You've got, like, a, this beautiful um, instrumentation. And yeah. Federico's voice, beautiful. I love I love how um, the metaphors about the, the weather um, in the song, right? And, and, you know, 2020, we've had, like, crazy weather, whereas, like, in, in Canada, at least, and um, where in May... It felt like it was like autumn, right? And and it felt like it was supposed to be spring, but it's like, um, you know, it's it's different, it's different temperature. So yeah, I can appreciate that um, in in the story, and as well how he's talking about you know not being able to let go of old memories. And I have such a difficult, and that really resonates with me because you know me, Dante. You know that I, I'm not able to let go of stuff. Like personally, you're my boy, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, I thought, okay, well, let me let me rant for a little yes, bit on this. Yeah, thing. get uh, get it in, get it in, get it in. Yeah, okay. I thought it was it was an awesome song. Like it, it's something that the more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it, really. And the more I actually started to pay attention and kind of dig deep into the lyrics. First of all, cre credit to you, Via Man. You got all that out without being able to understand <laughs> what he was saying. That's, it was a completely Spanish song. Uh, no, no, no. He's got this uh, um, app, Music Match or something. If it wasn't for that, there's no way I would have known that. But sorry to oh, interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Shout out to ahead. Music Match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but basically, for, for anyone that doesn't know out there, if we select you as an independent artist that we're going to be featuring, there's a set of questions that we want you to answer that, that helps us kind of get into the mentality of what you are as an artist. And really, I thought his answers were very thought-provoking, and he actually like took time to, to give some some meat and some substance there um one thing just as an art in general to be like versatile so i know you mentioned to me off air about like how he's in a couple of bands right and one of his answers he was saying he does like indie rock uh soft soft rock or folk indie folk soft rock and and sort of like a poppy sound or something like that but like he's he's in different groups and uh right. he had, he had uh, a chance to perform at Lollapalooza, i believe right v? yeah so just to kind of like touch upon his groups, um, check out all of them. They're like all fantastic. Um, so he started like in the music when he was 15 um, with this uh, band Pepe Derby. And again, I'm probably butchering the, the pronunciation. So apologies, Federico. But yeah, like it's it's a fantastic uh, um, band. He's the drummer in that band. And it's I'd say it's more of like a pop kind of feel to it. And then he's also part of a, a band called Club uh, De La Nada. And I think that was the band that was going to, um, supposed to appear at uh, Lollapalooza. Unfortunately, because right. of COVID, that got postponed. And um, he has a really cool story behind that as well. When he was in, um, in 2012, he was attending Lollapalooza. And you know, again, an another 
reason why there's some synchronicities between me and Federico, because you know how much I am into like manifesting, putting vibes out there and attracting yeah. things in the universe. And, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, he, he said when he, he visited in 2012 that he's going to, he's going to perform there one day. And I love that. I love being able to attract that. And this was supposed to be the year, but unfortunately because of, um, because of COVID. Corona. Yeah. Corona, Corona. Uh, he's not able to, but it, it'll happen. I, I have no doubt. And then he just started his uh, solo project and he's, he's in the midst of, of working his e EP. So this track that we're talking about is from um, his solo work and that's a little bit more folky. So you can see the diversity of this man, like just all saying. over the map. And you know, I appreciate that kind of stuff. Right. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Did you ever do anything like that? Were you ever at a concert and be like, hey, I want to perform here one day? Yeah, I actually, now that you mention it, like, uh, I, I, I've always... <laughs> yeah, Buskick. That, that was it. <laughs> hey, I've already uh, crossed that one off my yeah, list. Bucket list, that's right. Bucket list? No, it's, uh, yeah, like, it, uh, things like that. Like, I, I don't know if it was, like, the ACC or amphitheater, like, places like that, like, just, like, huge stadiums. I, I want to across the world. So, who knows? Man, Federico, maybe we'll, we'll collab for a show one day. Hey, maybe. Right? And maybe uh, you're coming to Canada. We'll, 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 we'll collab on a show. That'd be dope. Wouldn't that be dope? I do think that one thing that sort of stood out to me, too, was that it does seem like, you know, he's – able to adjust you know the COVID kind of threw him off track he has to like change his goals a little bit like that but it does seem like he wants to foster positive relationships with his fans you know that that personal connection and this sort of like almost ties back to Kid Cudi that we were talking about earlier even though Kid Cudi and Frederico have completely different music completely different sounds different right. genres completely off the map one thing that sort of resonates with them both is that their 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 relationship that they can have with the fans um, and this, like like what Kid Cudi was doing in his songs, Federico was saying, this song's very personal. It's an emotional song. Um, there's a couple of lines that stood out to me about, yeah. again, like you were saying about the weather, like yeah. the cold won't let me for, forget about the, sorry, the cold won't let me think about the things I want to forget. And I just kind of been playing things like that around in my head a little bit. Obviously, yeah. in Spanish, I'm not going to butcher it. <laughs> you're good, man. I don't know why you're I am. Your I'm good. I know. You're the I man. Know. You're, you're the man. You. It's episode two, maybe episode five. We'll get into to that, but uh, yeah, um, it does, I, I just like the, the heavier themes that he's singing about while playing it over like this real smooth guitar riff and right. just sort of like a laid back feel. Uh, he's got a really nice lyric video out too. I don't know if you saw that on YouTube, but this is it's a really nice lyric video. Yeah, he's got tons of stuff though, man. I'm Federico, man. And we're we're waiting. We're we're waiting for all of this like to drop on the EP. Like it, it's. I know you've already got a few tracks out there, but man. Oh, and speaking of which, he just released another song on Friday. So everyone watching, I think it's called, and I'm, man, I'm going to butcher this again. <laughs> Inverino? In Dante, can you help me out? Inverno? Anyways. Inverno, Inverno, like winter, winter. Yes, yes. So thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so check out the handle. See, uh, we, we got him linked down there on Instagram. Yeah. Please, please, please check out Federico. Yeah. Um, and then you'll be able to find his uh, his his new music and, and stay up to date with what he's doing. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so this is the kind of talks that we want to have when we have our independent artists on. Because I'm learning so much, man. Ever since V and I took upon this project to, to create this show, man, my, my, my musical acumen has gone up and my mind has been blown by listening to all the different types of sounds that are out there. 
talented people, right? Right there that are just haven't been sort of broken through. So right. Federico, man, I love the track. Give us some more, man. You know, keep on creating sort of stuff. Hopefully we can, you know, maybe one day we'll even do an interview or whatever. Maybe you can pre-record something for us, something like that. You know, we'd like to continue to showcase and think of creative ways that we can put a platform and a spotlight on people. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so thrilled about it, man. It's, uh, uh, you know, this, this, it just feels good to give people the, the, the platform. Right. And, and think about, think about this, right? Like we're in Canada and there's no way, um, if, if I didn't meet Federico on that, on that pre-save group or, or whatnot that we, we created that he, he would be able to get his music into the Canadian market. Right. And, and I think that's just like a wonderful thing. Cause People need to know about him, right? So is he that, is he playing is he playing right as rain down there? Is he bumping your album? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe one day, right? Like who knows? You know, that's not why uh, we're doing it. That's not why we're doing it, right? <laughs> we're we're just we're doing it to like just you, you know, it's it's vibes, man. We're we're going off the vibes. You, you see the chakras going, you know, it's perfect. it's perfect. just energy. We're just putting in that energy, and um awesome. and and that's what we're doing with it with the sh the show as well. I just want to um shout out Jay. Thank you so much. We see. We see you, man. We see that you're loving it. Thank you yeah. for tuning in. Uh, thank you to everyone tuning in. So we'll, we'll, we'll on to the next. I know, I know you got a few things you want to talk about still, Dante. So I well, will. yeah, no, I mean, like we're we're running towards the end of the show. Uh, I mean, I love to like you know continue the band along with updating our show like this, we are going to be doing more activity on our Instagram page. And we're going to be each week, we're going to be challenging you guys with a different question that sort of ties into the theme of what we're going to be talking about with the show. Uh, afterwards, we'll be reposting our shows as well and including the links uh, where you can check out Federico's music. You can check out John River, Kid Cudi. You can check out some Avril Lavigne. So you know what we're talking about as we talk about the show. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, before we sign off though, there's a couple of things. Uh, I don't know if you caught this, but did you see that Pusha T, another notable rapper? Shout it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mississippi. Again. Yo, Miss Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just so, so that, so, so Jack that Mississauga is getting some shine. Uh, yeah. He's talking about what, what was the line he wants to he might buy some property in Mississauga. Like the way, he, I don't know, it's like inflection, that push a T, Mississauga. Like, I don't know how he yeah. said, I'm probably, I'm in, the, I'm in the habit of butchering things this show, so might as well oh, butcher okay. that too. So, so V, <laughs> I mean, like, you got to do your part, you know? Like, if, if we're getting this Mississauga love from John River and from Pusha T, I know that you are going to be doing something next, is it next Sunday or is it tonight? When is it? The, the Toronto Music Expo. It is Thursday. So Thursday, July 16th. Okay. Last week I got the date wrong. So I wanted to make sure I linked it below uh, from you're seven wrong. to nine. If you're a musician, um, it's free. If you're not, it's $5 to the Unison Fund. So um, yeah, like definitely, um, definitely check that out. Yeah. Okay, and, um, what are you doing there? What are you doing while you're there? I'm going to be talking about the Humble and Hungry stuff. So about the radio show about uh, the playlist, about um, the pre-save group, and just how I've been be been able to pivot with this. Just hold on one second. Hold on one second. All right, V. Well, <laughs> we almost made it without any technical difficulties, but it looks like his batteries are dying or something, so he's got to plug in his phone. We're good. We're good. We're good. Not my phone, my computer. 
Yeah. We almost made it, V. We almost made it to the dude. Top. It would have been worse. It would have been worse if it just went blank. So be thankful that the show's going on. Thank you, baby. Uh, okay, one more one more thing though. You said mentioned about the playlist. Tell us about that playlist. Um. Yes. So basically, yeah. Um. We've got people like Federico, like Paige, Lucio, everyone from uh, who submitted tracks on the Humble and Hungry uh, group, uh, providing. You know, songs we're able to uh, accommodate um, anywhere from one to three tracks for an indie artist, and we're up to we're, we're starting to get some some traction, some follows, and and people are really loving the um, just the content because it's so diverse, right? Yeah. We like like you heard like Fre- Federico's got the the folk stuff, and then I've got some hip hop, and then we've got some um, other Latin and some Hindi stuff, and it's all over the map, and, and that's what we're, we're trying to do, make it very culturally diverse. Um, but, yeah, I really want to talk about at, at the expo, um, I think I'm on at about 8 p.m., talking about how I've been able to pivot. Um, so for people that don't know about Humble and Hungry, we, we, were, doing, we were doing live events last year, you know, with the, with the Right is Rain and the International Flavors. And since COVID – you know, Federico was talking about how he had to pivot and focus on his solo stuff. Well, with Humble and Hungry, we've been able to pivot and say, okay, well, we created this platform, created the playlist, started building that out a bit more, and also uh, a few other a few other ventures, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's more things coming down the line. So everyone stay tuned. We're looking to add a visual component on this too. So pictures, images and stuff, we want to tap into that part of the culture of the, of the art of our community. Uh, so look forward to more details coming along there. But uh, check out our Instagram page because a lot of our inst- details are up there and the Facebook, of course. Oh, yeah. Let me link that before we go because uh, that's important. We like want you guys to make sure you follow us on at Humble and Hungry Co. Um, on Instagram and then, like Dante said, on Facebook. And uh we're, we're, we're working on getting all the other platforms all sorted out. But, yeah, absolutely. And stay tuned. We're going to have interviews coming up soon, too. So look forward to that. That's great stuff. And please, everybody, uh, early in the week, we're going to have another question and a theme for you guys. So let's get some engagement so we can get your ideas out there and keep the conversation going. Absolutely. Yeah, great, great point. And if you guys have any ideas for people that you want to see on the show, um, types of things, just reach out with – you know, ideas. We're we're open to it. Right? Again, we're just building this thing up, and we're so thankful for all the support we've gotten so far. And so, please just just keep uh, bringing the the ideas because that's how this thing is going to grow. So, what are you going to do with the rest of your day, V? I believe my brother is uh, supposed to be dropping by on his way home, um, and you know, it's my dad's uh, birthday. How are you like looking for him? You're like looking around to see if he's like. Yeah, but he might be. He might be. I don't know. Like, I tried to you know, keep us in a quiet thing. And, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, maybe just a little bit of family time, got some leftover food. What about yourself? Pretty much the same. going to try to enjoy some of this weather, maybe go out for another walk. So let's, uh, everyone out there, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. It's a beautiful day. We're in a, we're in a beautiful time despite all the craziness out there and let's keep it positive. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, please share this with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for all the comments and feedback. Follow us and uh, stay tuned for more. We'll catch you all next week. Peace, peace, peace.